Chapter 1 Undeniable Artifacts Bicycling was not my thing. I was still a solid two miles out from my office, and the waves of sickness were disproportionate to the revolution of my wheels. The nausea was almost debilitating. I found it strange that the activities recommended by my physician often worsened the feelings of sickness I had been experiencing. I had purchased a lightweight, carbon-fibre road bicycle, based on my doctor's recommendation. I wisely avoided purchasing clip-in pedals. I had heard too many stories of people falling, which coupled poorly with my proclivity for clumsiness. Although I was struggling, I definitely looked the part. I had bought the latest in biking fashion and equipment. I assumed it would somehow compensate for my years of inactivity. I was so very wrong. There was clearly no better way, save an actual survey, to understand the true topography of an area than to bike it. A ten-foot increase in elevation over a thousand feet is noticeable, but that day was not about subtle inclines. There were large, sustained hills between my home and work. My short bicycling commute had turned into a half-day journey. As I approached every hill, I remember likening the feeling to those of the Mongol hordes approaching the Great Wall. It appeared to be an insurmountable obstacle, just as my ride now seemed after receiving the alert. An anomalous event had been detected in the system, and I found out just when I was too far from home to go back and drive. I would have attributed the swings in elevation to the natural contours of the Seattle landscape, but that would be too easy and much less entertaining. Instead, whenever something didn't make any sense, I created an absurd backstory that could explain such a ridiculous scenario. Take, for example, the Lake Washington Bike Trail. By the very nature of going around a lake, the trail itself ought to be relatively flat. So the only plausible explanation for these hills must be that a city planner was bribed by Big Auto and Big Oil to create trails that made it nearly impossible to commute to work without using your car. The incentives aligned well, and it somehow eased the guilt around my inability to traverse those hills. It had all the makings of a good conspiracy theory. An underdog, common man struggling against an antagonist so large and vast he wasn't even aware of it, actively working to make the noble task in front of him more difficult. Bingo! Mystery solved, and a short reprieve to help the nausea subside. Even with the discouraging landscape, it was difficult not to take in the beauty of my surrounds. As many people knew, Washington State was home to mostly evergreens, such as spruces, firs, hemlocks, cedars, and junipers. The trails were covered with foliage. The light pierced through the trees, solidified by the moisture evaporating from the ground. Blackberry bushes along the road were blooming. The majority of the ride was through the forest bike trail. I eventually emerged to the city roads for the last leg of my ride. This was the least comfortable part of my trip. I was not used to riding a bike, and now I would be traversing crosswalks and riding close to cars in the bike lane. This seemed like a terrible idea, so I stayed to the sidewalks as much as possible. As my attention shifted away from admiring nature, I could feel an audience of drivers and passengers watching my personal tragedy unfold as they passed. I glanced left and a young boy, no older than seven, 
was pointing and laughing at me from behind the safety of his window. I thought it endearing to see a child finding this humorous, until my eyes scanned to the front seats and found the parents were laughing as well. Good grief. I reined in my hostility. Lashing out because of my health issues and frail physique only served as an avenue for excuses. One rotation of the pedal after another, this war of attrition would be over shortly. As the office came into view that day, I smiled. I always smiled when I saw it. I had influenced so much of the architecture to ensure that it represented my vision, my labor, and my accomplishments. Large spires reached upward above the Seattle landscape. The building was as sleek as any modern building, but felt organic. It curved in many areas to give a sense of vanishing points, stretching far into the horizon. Often I found myself revisiting each detail in the morning as the early sunlight penetrated the fog.